0: Rowler Media presents Joe vs. the Minute. Welcome back to Joe vs. the Minute, where we're taking you to the volcano one minute at a time. I'm Jarf, that is Tierney. Hello. And hello. And our guest for this week is Chad. Welcome back, Chad. Hi,
1: thanks for having me again. Happy Friday, everyone.
0: Happy Friday to you. Uh, <laughs> We're so glad to have you representing the movie time machine. And we are talking about minute 96, which starts with Patricia being incredulous about Joe's brain cloud diagnosis. And it ends with Patricia assuring Joe that his whole life is ahead of him. A very reassuring statement, I like that. So now again, this is returning to the main theme of the week this dynamic between Patricia and Joe, Joe the pessimist, Patricia the optimist, at least in terms of the things that Joe is pessimistic about. And I think that this is, these are more Inspiring words for from Patricia, so I really like that. So I I guess we should start with her reaction to the brain cloud diagnosis.
2: Well, she, I said before, the look she gives before she starts talking to him is one of my favorite. Like, wait a minute here, but what I really love when you're talking about the dynamic is the way that she says, "Well, I don't think there's anything wrong with you." Like, it's it's her optimism it's her belief in him it's those two things combining it's really sweet
0: they are having very different reactions to the news so he is seeing it as a hundred percent bad and he even chad you were saying back in 95 he's starting to refer to his old ways he does it even more so Mm-hmm. in this minute here he's he feels his throat closing up and he's going back to that Joe Banks that we saw just suffering through his office life and and
2: well it's triggering him when she says what are you a hypochondriac and i i, I do really understand patricia in this moment where she is trying to just be upbeat and help him and she says the absolute worst possible thing in the most dismissive way you could it's like what are you some kind of hypochondriac and he's like well yes <laughs> and it's just one of those things where you're like oh no i said the wrong word and the, the it reminded me of when he was in the doctor's office he goes joe you're a hypochondriac
0: Can I tell you my favorite story of saying the absolute worst thing? (laughs) Yeah. Now, this is a very mean thing to do of someone who has been a great friend to the podcast, Brad Mendenhall. But (laughs) early on at Lock Haven University, when there was some kind of sign-in sheet being passed around, and one of our classmates did his best to write his signature on the form, And Brad, who, he's done almost 200 episodes of a podcast at the time of us recording this. Obviously, he likes to talk. So he felt the need to make a comment on this classmate's handwriting. And he said, buddy, you've got the handwriting of a serial killer. Uh. And our classmate turned around and said, yes, that's because I'm dyslexic and dysgraphic and Ah. brad felt really bad i felt sympathetically really bad for him but not so bad that i don't bring the story up some time
2: that's real friendship folks (laughs) oh my goodness
1: we all get all sorts of life lessons like that some just get told over and over again
2: yeah and and i think patricia still has some work to do on herself that she does not pick <laughs> up on this at all she just plows right along with her conversation with him. <laughs> nobody's perfect it's all right and he he his excuse for why he didn't get a second opinion was dr ellison said and i couldn't tell you the name of my father's doctor if my or his life depended on it. I don't understand at all what happens in this moment.
0: <laughs> what did you think about Joe's reaction, though? Do you? I found him to be extraordinarily slow on the uptake. Maybe I'm a more cynical person than Joe is, but he.
2: he You're it, the it, Patricia. <laughs>
0: <right>? <laughs> She's immediately like, "Ah, like, uh, this
2: was a setup."
0: <laughs> no, but he set me up. What? no not possible what huh and so all of that i just found laughable
2: i like the way she says yeah yeah (laughs) like duh (laughs) she's so (laughs) aghast that like he believed this (laughs) and she immediately is like this is what happened and she's right but, uh, well, you know what? We assume she's right. We don't know that she's right. There could be more than one Dr. Ellison in this world.
1: Oh, that is true. Good point. Good point. As far as the... Can I bring up a point here? As far as, like, being set up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's trying to figure this out. I'm, I'm maybe a little bit more more dense at this. But uh, when I heard her say set them up, like, was this, like, a big setup to, like, get them... Is he, like, trying to get rid of his daughter kind of set up? <laughs> or was, is he trying to, like... These two will really hit it off. (laughs) (laughs) Or I'm going to set you up with this hypochondriac, but I'm going to cure this hypochondriac by thinking he's going to be cured because he's just like, oh, I'm just going to live the final six months of my life. And uh, no, wait, I'm going to go jump in a volcano. But then I'm going (laughs) to set him up with my daughter. I've
0: never imagined how Patricia (laughs) played into the setup. Like oh my god this daughter she's constantly calling me and she wants attention so if, if there was only a way that i could secure the mineral rights of waponi woo and get this daughter off my back at oh the same god. time and then the perfect schmuck presents himself in, in jail no i i think the the setup is just him conspiring with this doctor to give someone a made-up diagnosis so they feel like they have nothing to lose and then they become the perfect patsy for his plan. I I think that's, at least textually, that's all they're going for. We can make up whatever kind of wild stories
2: we want. (laughs) We can have fun with it. It's all good. (laughs) Yeah.
1: It's like sends you down the conspiracy theory trail. This is a very
2: conspiracy theory minute. So it's... (laughs) all fair game um but yeah he's like i love it he's like all my life i've been a dupe (laughs) he's just so uh, i i feel bad for him because he has had his mind blown but still literally out of a volcano (laughs) Ah, 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 you're the guest I'm gonna let you have that one (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) we didn't throw you out for your dad jokes last week Tierney so you've got to make some space for our guests
2: gotcha gotcha (laughs) um can I make a little bit of space for myself and be selfish for just one quick moment please I mean we have recorded
0: 95 minutes of this movie and you know you've earned it
2: (laughs) Um, because last minute it was driving me nuts. Who did Patricia look like? She was reminding me so much of someone. And it was this minute, I think right around when she says, well, I don't think there's anything wrong with you. Her face is perfectly framed. And I realized she looks like my other crush of this era, which is Christine Taylor on Hey Dude. Does anyone else remember this show? Hey Dude and Salute Your Shorts used to make an hour block that played on Nickelodeon as far as I can tell, every day for three years. And
0: I don't was, know what uh, any of those words <laughs> oh, mean in combination.
2: You are in for a treat. <laughs> it did not age well. Um, it is a bunch of teenagers who work at a dude ranch. And the two lead women are Christine Taylor, who went on to an amazing, fabulous, fancy career, and she's still gorgeous, and Kelly Brown, who only ever did Hey Dude. <laughs> And yet, I loved them both.
0: <laughs> and the other show was "Salute Your Shorts."
2: Salute Your Shorts. You really have not heard of "Salute Your Shorts." No. Wow. Wow. I thought we were in the same <laughs> the same generation, but apparently, I was wrong. Am I alone here? Because this I... is like super duper famous, guys.
1: I'm like I'm like halfway there with you. I remember the the names of these shows, but I was kind of growing out of Nickelodeon. Around this time. So it was gotcha. like, was that probably like early to mid-90s, maybe?
2: Uh, salute Your shorts, shorts was 91 to
1: 93. OK. All right.
2: And I think Hey Dude predated a little bit. But I just remember it always being in a block together.
1: <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. Was Jurf. that around the same time as like uh, Doug?
2: <laughs> J- uh, it slightly predated. Sle- Jarf, uh, IMDB thinks if you like Salute Your Shorts, you might like Hey Dude. Legends of the Hidden Temple, Clarissa oh, yeah. Explains It All, oh, Nickelodeon yeah. Guts, Wild and Crazy Kids, Double Dare, The Secret World of Alex Mack, or All That, Are You Afraid of the Dark, Family Double Dare. All right, now we're reaching a little bit. And then, yeah, Doug, uh, Doug, oh, Doug was 91 to 94. For some yeah. reason, I thought it was later, but.
1: Yeah. I think it, they brought it back. It was like MTV, I think, maybe.
2: Oh, Those maybe. it.
0: I actually didn't have Nickelodeon because I grew up in central PA and mm-hmm. we only had four channels unless you had, and I'm going to say a satellite dish and you're going to think no big deal. A six inch dish that you hang off <laughs> the side of the TV. No, I'm talking about a freaking NASA Twenty foot satellite dish in your backyard, which some of my neighbors actually had, and it's like, are you guiding a satellite or do you just want to watch Fox?
2: Right. So I, yeah, I remember there those. are or big both. blind spots in my
0: '90s TV knowledge, just because, you, just because, as rural central PA, y'all, it was mm-hmm. a different time.
2: That's true. I I do remember being very like you knew which friends had which video game systems and which channels they got that you did and yeah I, I i was very popular with a couple of friends purely because we had disney channel at my house i know that it's okay i accepted it <laughs> <laughs> so but christine taylor was in dodgeball and the craft and many other wonderful things so and she's from allentown so she can talk about Pennsylvania with you. Oh, sweet. You know, when you're hanging out with her next time. (laughs) But anyway, long story short, I finally realized who she was reminding me of, and I felt like this huge wave of... Don't you love that when you finally realize something? You're like, ah, my brain can stop running that in the background now.
0: (laughs) It's actually been so seldom that I have experienced that bliss because (laughs) I am very quick... To, to misremember someone as having been in some other movie. So I'm constantly saying like, oh my gosh, I love them. They were in this movie. And then Nikki will tell me, they're 100% different people. They don't even look <laughs> a little bit alike. I'm like, really? I'm going to look it up. I'm sure I'm right.
2: And
0: Jeez, Jarf, is. you're very quiet over there. No, I was wrong.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. You guys have different wonderful qualities for each other, just like Joe and Patricia. (laughs) Because I love at the end here, he is like completely regressing and she's like, What are you talking about? This is great. (laughs) And she even was the one who was like, You've been set up, you've been at this whole thing, and she's like, Yeah, but it's gonna be fine. I love that about this character.
0: Yeah, it's really what he needs to hear. Because if you remember back when he got way back when he got the brain cloud diagnosis, Mm -hmm. part of him was relieved because he never knew what was wrong with him. And finally, he had an explanation. Mm. And so it makes sense that his immediate response when he realizes that he was duped with the brain cloud story is to revert back to his hypochondriac symptoms because now that's been taken away from him so i don't know what's wrong with me
2: mm, and it's
0: <laughs> yeah it's the ptsd that's wrong with you dude oh
2: well, Chad, this is a very tale minute. We have exposed a conspiracy, a scam. <laughs> we have un we have torn back the veil over the the fog that was over Joe's brain. But we are still going to ask you about your favorite fairy tale, because we gotta redeem this. This minute, while wonderful, is so rooted in the real world. <laughs> Even though they're floating on a raft made out of luggage in the middle of the Pacific, this is a very real-world conversation that they're having. So we we can't let our week end like that.
1: Oh, my favorite fairy tale. Um, This might be cheating, but I'm going to say Shrek.
2: Ooh! I can't believe it has taken us until this week to get someone to say Shrek.
0: Neither can I.
2: It seems so obvious now that you've said it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, partly... For me I I've never you know I never read a lot of fairy tales like growing up or had them read to me or whatever and a lot of like the like the most popular ones um just never really stuck with me and but yeah with with Shrek which kind of is like brings them all together is mm. yeah that's kind of how I got you know you know a lot of those different fa- fairy tales brought together so yeah I thought I was maybe kind of cheating. Uh, I was thinking about that, preparing <laughs> for this episode. But uh, yeah, if that's cheating, I was gonna say maybe like the Legend of Sleepy Hollow. If you want, that's not really oh, a
2: fairy tale. Oh, that's fun too. Yeah, but...
1: but yeah, again, kind of leaning into the more, you know, I guess it kind of what kind of depends on what fairy tale story you're talking about. It was like the the like the Disney like version of it, or the you know like the the grim version of it. But. what about you
2: guys (laughs) oh we've been talking about a lot of different stories and movies as they've come up but i tend to go more modern like you um i think i don't know if i can start a fairy tale or is it a ghost story but the legend of sleepy hollow was ah so good and i grew up in new england i lived in connecticut okay like right by tarrytown and, uh, and sleepy hollow like yeah. i i worked at a summer camp and i had campers who were from sleepy hollow new york like that, no way it, i've Wait, been there's to... really
0: a sleepy hollow
2: oh yeah, yeah i've been there it's really cool like they've there's a bridge and you're in the woods and you're like oh man here it is that sounds like, so <laughs> scary that's <laughs> <laughs> awesome it's it's really cool they do a huge pumpkin lantern festival or jack-o'-lantern festival every year in october and it's really cool. And it's a fun, like, it, it, it's a scary story, but it's a fun story, too. Um, like, I don't usually go for super scary stories. And that one I could always handle, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Even when Christopher Walken got involved. So. I was
0: going to say, are you Disney Sleepy Hollow or are you Tim Burton Sleepy Hollow?
2: Because I could go either. Chad, You, yeah. which one do you prefer?
1: I... I don't know, I I, I did see the, the Disney one quite a bit growing up, but I also did enjoy the Tim Burton uh, version as well. So I he guess that's. He had fun that's... with
2: it. It was good for <laughs> his aesthetic. Like, yeah, it fit really yeah. well. Yeah. Um, well, I have one more question for you, Chad. Do you oh, know yeah. the Muffin Man? <laughs> uh,
1: do you know the Muffin
2: Man? I cannot say the <laughs> Muffin Man, <laughs> the Muffin Man. <laughs> I can now think that's just how that story goes because I cannot <laughs> resist the muffin man
1: every time oh, it's, it's so good, it's um, so
2: good. no I, I for real is going to ask if you had anything you wanted to plug but I could not resist a Shrek reference that and the little song that plays when they enter oh, <laughs> I to... so good although then I use parfait all the time <laughs> <laughs> everybody loves parfait
1: yeah So let's do a plug some pluggables. uh, All right. Yeah. You can um, find me at uh, Movie Machine Pod, um, the host of the Movie Time Machine Podcast. If you want to check us out, um, you can find us on all your podcasting platforms, or you can just Google Movie Time Machine Podcast and find us there. So yeah, check us out.
2: Nice.
1: And yeah. And thank you guys for having me on. This was uh, fun.
2: So, yeah, I was going to say, do you have any other like thoughts about the movie you got to get off your chest while you have this platform?
1: <laughs> I you know, again, like I said, it's was, you know, I haven't seen this since uh I saw it in the theater and you know, it wasn't I just it just didn't land with me. I just think I was too young at the time and again, I was probably waiting for Ninja Turtles versus Joe <laughs> <laughs> versus the Volcano, but the priorities
2: uh, of 1990.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it wasn't the movie I remembered and I didn't Remember it being this kind of like funny, kind of slapsticky movie, and yeah, actually, I, I really enjoyed it. And um, yeah, I wish I had more time to go back and kind of dig into it more. But um, I'll be following you guys and listen to the rest of your thoughts on. on
2: I was this gonna movie. say, so, yeah. there's a movies by minute podcast yep. you might enjoy. <laughs> You're on it right now.
1: <laughs> well, I got meta. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, always the best way to podcast right <laughs> right
1: <laughs> it's me i'm in the podcast
2: i know <laughs> well if you want to listen to me be in the podcast if you go to onesteelsister.com, which is my website you will find links not only to my shows but to my guest appearances on other shows so there's Tons of awesome Movies by Minutes podcasts on there. There's also the Cosmic Geppetto podcast hosted by one infamous Brad Menden.
0: <laughs> it's true. All of it.
2: <laughs> 94.
1: Actually, there's one thing, too, I did forget to add um, mm-hmm. about this uh, last viewing of Joe versus the Volcano is uh, the Big Woo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The Big Woo is also a huge like jam band from my neck of the woods here and uh I never realized this is where they got their name from. And they got this name because it was shouted at them at one of their shows before they actually had a name. So yeah, it's all about the big woo. So
2: No way. Yeah. I love it.
1: Wait, (laughs) where are you from, Chad? Uh, Minnesota. I'm out of Minneapolis, Minnesota.
2: Charf, Charf, ask me where we're going. Ask me where we're going.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, I am going to Google the big woo from Minnesota. (laughs) Where to now, Tierney?
2: (laughs) To Google the big woo. (laughs) Oh,
0: I see. I thought we were running out of time on cast.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, I finally had a good outro and it was... From now, I <laughs> don't throw go now. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I'm gonna go in the vault in the blow. Let me say now I don't know. I don't know. I don't know
1: where I'ma to go in the vault in the blow That's a grower.